Hello, my name is Jacqueline and I'm a very proud grandma. I write stories for my grandchildren and I'm happy to share them with you too. So make yourself comfortable because my next story is about to begin. Kelty learns to ride. Kelty is very excited because today she is going to have her first riding lesson. Grandma's friend Maggie is going to teach Kelty how to ride on her pony called Toffee. Kelty is ready and waiting by the front door when her grandma arrives. Have a good time, Mum says as she comes to the door to wave Kelty off. Bye. Bye, Mum, says Kelty shutting the car door and putting the seatbelt on. Are you looking forward to riding Toffee, Kelty? asks Grandma as she drives to Maggie's yard. Yes, I am, replies Kelty, although I feel a little nervous too. You just need to listen to Maggie and do what she tells you, explains Grandma. I'm sure you'll be just fine. Kelty and Grandma arrive at Maggie's. Can I go and see Lucky first? asks Kelty. Of course, says Maggie. She has settled in well with the other birds and has grown a lot. Lucky is Kelty's little chick, which had been found by her next door neighbour. Kelty loved looking after the little bird, but the chick was lonely on her own. So Kelty brought her to live with Maggie's other birds here at the yard. Kelty goes into the chicken pen and the birds squawk and chirp together, making an almost deafening sound. Pretty soon, Lucky appears and chirps loudly as she waddles over to Kelty. Kelty bends down and gently picks her up, cradling her in her arms. Hello, little one, she says, although she wasn't so little now. You must be happy here because you are really big now. Having all these friends has been good for you. Lucky wiggles as Kelty strokes her. OK, you want to go back to play with your friends. And she places Lucky back down on the ground. Lucky wastes no time in running back with all the other birds, joining in with their chirps and squawks. Kelty feels very happy that her chick is living her best life with others that she can have fun with. Leaving the chicken pen with a smile on her face, she finds her grandma and Maggie chatting in the yard. They make their way to the field where Toffee is and stand at the gate to watch her. Toffee is busy munching on the lush green grass at the top of the field, her tail constantly flicking the nuisance flies away from her body. She is very content and doesn't notice the audience watching her. Maggie pulls a carrot from her pocket she always seems to have carrots in her pocket. Here, she says to Kelty, hold this out while I call Toffee. Kelty takes the carrot and climbs upon the gate, ready with the carrot in her hand. Toffee, calls Maggie. Toffee raises her head and glances in their direction, but she doesn't move. She just continues chewing the grass. Toffee, Maggie calls again. Come here, girl. Toffee takes another mouthful of grass, chews it slowly and then whinnies loudly. 
but she still doesn't move. She's very stubborn, says Maggie laughing, lazy and stubborn, which makes her a perfect horse to learn to ride upon. Maggie takes another carrot from her pocket and waves it in the air as she once again calls the pony. This time Toffee realises there is a treat waiting for her and so she turns and gently trots down to the gate. She stops in front of Maggie who offers her the carrot while patting her neck. There girl, she says, I thought you would enjoy that. The carrot doesn't last two seconds as Toffee chomps it up into a few pieces before looking around for another treat. She sees Kelty has a carrot and stretches her neck out to reach it. Kelty remembers to hold her hand out, palm up and as flat as she can and then places the carrot on top so Toffee can take it easily from her. That's right, Kelty says Maggie as Toffee gently takes the carrot. You've mastered that, so hopefully you'll learn to ride in no time. Now, let me put a rope around Toffee's neck and then I'll show you how to saddle her up ready to ride. Maggie takes a rope which is hanging in a nearby stable and ties it around Toffee's neck before opening the gate and leading her into the yard. She ties the pony securely to a large round hook attached to the stable wall so that she can't go anywhere and then takes Kelty to get the necessary equipment. I'll go and make us a cup of tea while you get organised, says Grandma, making her way to Maggie's house. I like the sound of that, says Maggie, as she takes Kelty to the barn where she keeps the horse's tack. Right, Kelty, we need Toffee's saddle and a blanket to go under it bridle, stirrups, girth and some other bits and bobs, Maggie says. She gathers the items together and hands some to Kelty to carry back to where Toffee is waiting for them. Maggie shows Kelty how to get Toffee ready for riding and Kelty soon grasps how to put the tack on Toffee securely. The first lesson goes extremely well and Maggie is very impressed with how Kelty appears so comfortable in the saddle. Kelty does everything that Maggie tells her to do and thoroughly enjoys herself. That's it for today, says Maggie an hour later. Toffee needs a rest. That was fantastic, says Kelty. I can't wait to do it again. Come again next week, suggests Maggie. Is that okay with you, Grandma? asks Kelty. Of course, replies Grandma. I loved watching you learn. Right, that's settled, says Maggie. Now, Kelty, let's take Toffee's tack off and give her a brush before she goes back out in her field. Maggie gave Kelty riding lessons most weeks and pretty soon Kelty became very competent upon Toffee. One day, with the lesson nearly over, a peacock in the yard became frightened by something and flies out towards Toffee. Toffee is startled by the sudden appearance of the large peacock flying past her and rears up, her front legs going way up in the air. Hang on, Kelty, Maggie shouts. Grip with your knees and hold the reins tight. Kelty does as she is told and as quickly as it began, Toffee's front legs are back down on the ground. Toffee whinnies and shakes her head as she trots around, calming herself down. Are you okay, Kelty? Ask Maggie and Grandma together. Yes, I think so, says Kelty. She pats Toffee's neck 
and realises the incident had only lasted seconds. Yes, yes, I'm fine. She smiles over at her grandma, seeing the worried look still on her face. That was fun, now I think about it. I like the way you didn't panic, says Maggie. You done exactly as you were told. I think you are going to make a great horse rider. Grandma smiles, pleased to hear Maggie's positive words and happy her granddaughter is okay. Maggie suggests that Cowty should have at least two lessons a week, which Grandma agrees with. After a few months of lessons and practice, Kelty is riding extremely well, although the thought of riding faster than a trot is still a little daunting for her to think about doing. One day, Maggie says to Kelty, There's a young girl who lives down in the village. I've asked her if she will go for a ride with you, and she has agreed. She will be here tomorrow when you come. Kelty is very excited to make a new riding friend and wonders who she could be. Arriving at Maggie's the next day, Kelty is very pleased to see a pretty girl sitting upon a gorgeous chestnut-coloured horse. Hello, Kelty. My name's Fiona and this is Blue, she says, patting her horse's neck affectionately. Hello, says Kelty. I'm pleased to meet you both. This is my grandma. They all chat for a while and then Fiona suggests that Kelty saddles up Toffee and they go for a walk around the village. Don't go too far, says Maggie when they are ready to leave. This is Kelty's first time out of the riding school. I'll look after her, says Fiona. See you later. They set off and walk down to the village green. It's wonderful to be this high up, says Kelty. I can see over all the hedges. Oh, look, there's Miss Rose. Hello, Miss Rose. Is everything OK? Hello, Kelty. Hello, Fiona, says Miss Rose, sounding a little worried. No, it isn't. I've lost my dog, Alfie. I opened the side gate and he ran off. I've been calling him for ages, but he hasn't come back. He's only a puppy and has never been out of my garden before. I'm really worried. What breed is he? asked Fiona. He's a little Westy, a white ball of fluff at the moment. He's very friendly and inquisitive. Try not to worry, says Kelty. He probably hasn't gone far. Come on, Fiona, let's go and look for him. The two girls walk their horses on, calling Alfie as they go. There he is, says Fiona, pointing over a hedge a few houses down. Luckily, they are not far from Miss Rose and she hears Fiona and quickly comes running down. She opens the gate to the garden Fiona points to and picks up Alfie. He had been busy making friends with a large furry bunny safely locked in his rabbit hutch and had not heard his owner's calls. Thank you, girls, says Miss Rose. Come back to my house and I'll give you each a slice of the chocolate cake I made this morning. With the cake neatly wrapped in greaseproof paper and placed in a carrier bag, Kelty ties it onto Toffee's saddle. They thank Miss Rose and set off again. As they reach the other side of the village, they can hear someone crying, but can't see anyone. It sounds like it's coming from up the lane over there, says Kelty. Up past a big old stone house, there is a long, narrow lane. 
A short way up the lane, a little boy is sitting on the dusty ground next to his bike, crying. What's wrong? calls Kelty from her pony. I went over a large stone and fell off my bike, whimpers the boy. I've hurt my knee badly and the chain has come off my bike. I don't know how to get home, he sobs. Wait there, Kelty, says Fiona, dismounting from Blue. I'll go and help him. Kelty waits at the end of the lane while Fiona tells Blue to stay before she walks up to the boy. Hello, my name's Fiona and that's my friend Kelty, she says softly. What's your name? Paul, says the boy. I live just opposite the green. Your knee looks sore, says Fiona, but luckily it's not bleeding. Can you stand? She helps Paul get to his feet. Ouch, he whimpers as he tries to stand on his poorly leg. I can't put my weight on it. Hold on to my arm and I'll take you home on Blue, my horse, says Fiona. Have you ever ridden a horse before? No, I haven't, says Paul as he limps along clinging to Fiona's arm. Standing next to Blue, Fiona bends down and makes a cup with her hands. She tells Paul to hold on to the reins, then place his foot onto her hands so she can help him mount the horse. This takes three tries, but eventually Paul is sitting comfortably in Blue's saddle. Are you feeling okay now? asks Kelty. Yes, thank you, smiles Paul. This is fun. Do you live up that road over there? asks Kelty, pointing to the road behind them. Yes, replies Paul. Three houses up. Okay, says Fiona, turning Blue around. I'll lead Blue and you just hold on to the saddle and move with the rhythm of Blue's steps. She walks Blue on and Kelty follows behind. A few minutes later, they arrive outside Paul's house just as the door opens. Hello, Mum, says Paul cheerfully. I'm having a ride on a horse. Hello, girls, says Paul's mum, a little surprised to see them. Where's your bike, Paul? He fell off it up the lane by the big stone house, explains Kelty. He's hurt his knee and the chain has come off his bike. Fiona helps Paul down from Blue and he holds her arm as he hobbles over to his mum. Are you OK? she asks, putting her arm around her son. I'm a bit sore, mum, but I'll be all right, he says bravely. Let's get you inside and cleaned up. Paul's mum says, and then I'll go and get your bike. Your dad will be able to mend that, no problem. Thank you for helping me, Fiona, says Paul before they disappear inside the house. My pleasure, says Fiona, climbing back onto Blue. They were just about to leave when Paul's mum comes back outside holding a carrier bag. Thank you both for taking the time to help Paul, she says. Here's two bottles of lemonade for you. I made it fresh this morning. It's Paul's favourite. Fiona took the bag. Thank you so much, the girls say together. We hope he feels better soon. Bye. As the girls walk their horses away, Kelty says, It always makes me feel good when I can help people. Yes, me too, agrees Fiona, thinking about the delicious chocolate cake they had been given. Why don't we make our way up the hill over there and enjoy our cake and drink at the top, she suggests. 
Kelty agrees and they set off. It's quite a steep hill and soon Blue decides to trot up the hill rather than walk and he sets off. Toffee decides she wants to join in, but instead of a gentle trot, she races off up the hill with Kelty clinging on. At first, Kelty is a little scared, well, a lot scared really, but soon she relaxes and begins to enjoy the ride. With the wind blowing through her hair and the adrenaline rushing through her body, she wonders why she had been worried about galloping. I feel as free as a bird, she cries. I've never felt this amazing before. Fiona comes alongside of her as Blue picks up speed. You are doing great, shouts Fiona, pleased that her new friend is not afraid to gallop. You're a natural. You were born to ride. All too soon, the horses begin to slow down as they reach the top of the hill. Wow, says Kelty as she catches her breath whilst looking around. It feels like we are on top of the world. We can see for miles in every direction. Isn't this wonderful, says Fiona. I love it up here. Hardly anyone wants to climb this big hill, so I normally enjoy the view up here alone. It's nice to share it with you. She dismounts from Blue and helps Kelty down from Toffee. The two horses happily graze on the grass as the girls sit down and enjoy their cake, which is so delicious. Then they gratefully wash it down with the lemonade. Ah, that was perfect, says Kelty. What an adventure our ride has been. It certainly has been eventful, says Fiona. They sit chatting for a while and then decide they should be getting back. Fiona helps Kelty climb onto Toffee before she mounts Blue. I'll race you down the hill, she shouts to Kelty. The two girls arrive back at Maggie's yard, chatting and giggling to each other. Sounds like you have had fun together, says Grandma, who is just finishing another cup of tea with Maggie out in the yard. It's good to see you both getting along, says Maggie. We had a lot of fun, says Kelty, smiling over at Fiona. Yes, we did, and I look forward to doing it again soon, says Fiona, but I must be going now. She turns Blue around and heads out of the yard. Bye all, she says. Bye Fiona and Blue, says Kelty cheerfully. Bye Fiona, calls Grandma and Maggie together. Kelty dismounts and tells her Grandma and Maggie about the ride while she takes Toffee's tack off. That's quite an afternoon, says Grandma. I'm glad you and Fiona got along well. And I'm glad Fiona got you riding Toffee up that hill without any worries, says Maggie. Kelty giggles. <laughs> it was a little scary at first, she says, but I did quite enjoy it. Sometimes we have to face our fears head on and just do it, says Grandma. And sometimes we just have to trust that our pony knows best, says Maggie, making everyone laugh. Kelty brushes Toffee down and then feeds her some apples before leading her out to her field. Taking the lead rope off, Kelty pats Toffee's neck. Thank you for taking care of me today, sweet girl, she whispers into the pony's ear. Let's do it again soon. Now, go for a run. 
Toffee whinnies in reply, then turns and runs up to the top of the field where the lush green grass tastes the best. Kelty watches her go and then takes the tack and puts it neatly away into Maggie's barn. Thank you for introducing me to Fiona, she says to Maggie. I'm happy you have a friend who enjoys riding as much as you, says Maggie. Now, how about next week? You have your first jumping lesson with Toffee. Oh, yes, please, says Kelty with excitement. You are becoming quite the horsewoman, Kelty, says Grandma, who is feeling very proud of her granddaughter. We are lucky to have Maggie willing to help you. Always a pleasure, says Maggie, not wanting a fuss. Now, I don't want to get rid of you, but it's getting late and I need to finish up here before it gets dark. I'll see you both next week. Thanks, Maggie, Grandma and Kelty says together. See you next week. Bye. Bye, says Maggie, happy she is able to share her passion with the younger generation. Thanks for listening to my story. I hope you enjoyed it. Before you go, I'd like to ask you a question. Do you have a friend who enjoys the same hobby as you? You can share your answer with me by either going to my website, grandmahasastory.com or by visiting my Instagram page, Grandma Has a Story. Thanks again for listening and come back soon to hear another story from Grandma. Bye for now. Thank you.